This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. We are both elementary school teachers. I want to be the guy that walks backwards on the on the uh, at the haunted mansion when you get on your ride. I remember I had a Mickey Mouse telephone in my bedroom when I was little. This is what I want to do when I retire from right. teaching. I'm going down to Disney and working. Two brave men in a women's field. Have an idea, question, or want to share your experiences on the show? Contact Nick and Dave anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407-674-0414. Follow Nick and Dave on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen to Nick and Dave on iTunes, Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts, Nick and Dave. Welcome back to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your brain again i can't get that right yep let's try it again <laughs> welcome back to the number one show that entertains that space between your ears it's the nick and dave mousecapade podcast and nick i'm a little excited but a little tearful that i can say that last time for the last time ever the nick and dave mousecapades podcast yeah i'm gonna have to erase that from our logo now thanks to you yeah a little photoshop action you'll be all right you yes. could always keep it in, in memory of me I'll, I'll keep your sound bites though. We'll keep that playing in the beginning as always. Sweet. I would love that. Definitely. All right, man. So it's Saturday morning and we're ready to talk a little history. We're ready to talk a little news. And uh, if you hear a little sniffling on my end, just ignore me. Why is that, dude? Because, dude, it's the last one. Uh, okay. I just, so your last one, what? Going to be crying or something? Yeah, I'm sad. I'm supposed okay. to be sad. All right. You do have a soul. All right. Thanks, man. All right. No problem. So yeah, let's start off with a little uh, news, as we always do on this Saturday morning. Hopefully it's uh, sunshine and uh, clear skies for you right now. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I just laid some fertilizer out in the yard, yeah. so I'm hoping it rains tonight, man. I was just saying, uh, for some reason I'm a meteorologist now. <laughs> <laughs> the high today is going to be 75. Right. With... <laughs> did right. you lay down fertilizer? Yeah, I did today. Oh, dude, I need to get I need to get on that too. Our subdivision, we started our yard wars, so I need to jump on that. I have the perfect formula for you, by the way. If you want to get some tips, anywho, I do, I it, do. You really do? Okay, just just come see me. So it is Saturday morning. We're gonna give you some history. We're gonna give you some news, but let's start with some news first. We have a lot coming out of Disney. Dave, Big Hero Six, very cool movie. I loved it. I loved Baymax. I loved France, France. What was it? Francisco or San, uh, San Francisco? Yeah, San Francisco. Sorry about that. The I just coolest loved, name for a town ever. It really is. I just love the whole concept of Big Hero Six and all of these like teenage kids uh, or young adults just coming together and forming like their own superhero group. My favorite uh, character is Fred the Lizard. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my favorite. If I could actually have a suit like that. The rich kid that wears the same underwear, what, five times? Yeah, inside out, outside in, sideways, back, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. So Big Hero 6 is coming to Disney XD. So they're, it's actually going to get its own cartoon on the Disney oh, Channel. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. So I thought that was pretty cool. Is, is Max into that? Not yet. Not yet. Dude, yeah, Colin, Max Colin is Fis- into construction. That's it. Construction vehicles. Oh, so he's probably into those dino construction thingies. 
Yeah, right? he's Bob the Builder guy right oh, now. Okay. He's Bob the Builder. So Colin, he uh, fist bumps all the time and goes, wa la 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 la. Nice. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. Um, I know you don't want to hear this, but Star Wars The Force Awakens, Blu-ray coming out, dude. It's going to be available digitally on April 1st. Blu-ray's April on, 1st. yeah, Blu-ray and DVD on April 5th, just right around the corner. Now, the digital's on April 1st, so I hope they don't play some huge April Fool's joke on us. You know, it's funny because you see, if you go to Walmart, you, uh, you see the little cardboard piece that you would buy to pre-order the digital yeah. copy so that's been out for that has been out for a while so it'll be like i wonder how they count that as far as like sales like is that an opening weekend sale for the dvd oh dude i don't know if they I, pre-sale those things like because people have been buying those for a couple months now no yeah i know and, and i think jeff has already he reserved his on order right shocking yeah there's like four <laughs> like well if you go through target he was saying that there's like a fourth bonus disc okay yeah versus walmart where there's only three Right, he couldn't tell right. me what the fourth disc was, but he like was super fourth. excited. Yeah, he was – exactly. You don't talk about the fourth disc. <laughs> but he was super excited about it. I'm like, so what's the difference? What's on the fourth disc? I don't know, but it's going to be awesome. That was his it's response. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> anywho. Um, you're leaving for Disney World. You're going to be running in the half marathon come 16th, 17th of April. There's some changes coming to – do you have your tickets ready? You're going to have some Fast Pass Plus stuff going on by any chance? I have my – yeah, I have my plans. I'm going to run the race and then drive home on Sunday. So I'll be going to the park on Saturday. So I heard as early as March 9th, right? But everything I'm reading online is really saying in April. So this should be set in place by April, give or take a few days, you know, when you get there. There are right. some changes coming to the My Magic Plus Fast Pass Plus system, by the way. Ooh. So, you know, typically you can only make, what was it, like three Fast Pass uh, reservations a day? Yeah, and then and you have to do them one at a time. At where? At the kiosks. Exactly. So, Disney is apparently eliminating that, and you'll be able to go into the My Disney Experience app. Thank goodness. Yes, which we've been screaming for that for years. And you can make another uh, fast pass reservation on your on your phone. So how Sweet. cool is that? Yeah, that's great because they it's almost like you need a fast pass to get to the fast pass kiosk. And don't forget to bring your magic band, Dave, because if you bring your magic band with you when you're running in the uh, Disney Marathon event, okay. So yeah. this is the very first time they're doing this. They're getting in the fat uh, the the photo. Uh, what's it called? The uh, the photo the the my the fast pass photo or the yeah. my pa- my pass is it called? Where you know you get your know. pictures taken, the photo, yeah. the photo album or whatever. Right. I don't okay. Know. Okay. So yeah, the name escapes me because there's like a million things that Disney does, but if you the the photo pass, the photo uh. pass, yeah. <laughs> so for the photo pass, that actual weekend, that marathon weekend, is the first time that they're bringing in photo pass and where they're going to be stationed all over the place, and it's going to be tethered to your uh, magic band. So if you pass oh. by them, yeah, they're just taking pictures, and it's just. Boop, boop, you know, it just takes it. So, so all of the places you stop with characters and stuff like that will have an official Disney rep there to take your photo and then bing your fast pass. Exactly. So you can go online, like, dude, like, seriously, like, that weekend and check them all out. You no longer have to wait for the photos to be dumped. It's tied to your bib number, which takes forever. Right. So I thought that was pretty neat. I thought that might be something you would yeah. be like, heck, yeah, that's awesome. That would be cool because I don't – my phone stinks it's taking cameras to be honest so i might actually take them up and buy some of those if they're not a hundred dollars a piece yeah so 
Um, let's see. By the way, here. by the way, here's some non-news. If you're talking about that the Dark Side Half Marathon weekend, right? I have yet to see the official course map come out, and we're we're like a month away, and they still haven't released the course, which is ridiculous in really? my opinion. Ridiculous. I, every day I check. I check on there every day to see if I can find the course map, and it has not been released yet. Hmm. Um. So. Speaking of, let's see here, let's see here. I just lost my place because I was listening right, to man. you. I interrupt. No, 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 it's all good. Dang it, dude. Um, that's why I'm leaving. No, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about these two because I want to save those to the end. We'll just we'll jump over to Zootopia. So Zootopia. Um, have you seen it yet with Max and the and the family? No, I have not. But a couple of my students in class saw it and were first report on Monday that it was awesome. Dude, it is by far okay. So it's made the most money on opening day uh, out of any other Disney cartoon period. Okay. Wow. Like ever. So it, it brought in $73.7 million on opening day. Sweet. Frozen only brought in 67 So they crushed wow. Yeah, they crushed it. They did? So this movie is really, really cool. First off, it's not your traditional fairy tale prince, princess, king, and queen crap, right? Yeah. Which right. I've always said when Disney sticks to that, they have a hit. And that's true. I think anytime Disney wants to make money on something... Well, they do just by putting something out, but if they want to make a lot of money on something, just make something on a fairy tale, kings, queens, princesses, and all that stuff. But here is the first time where I went and saw a Disney film um, besides Big Hero 6. This went even deeper. This movie captures uh, being part of something grand, believing in yourself, having an I can attitude, size doesn't matter. Whoa, hold on. <laughs> I you sure that. you went to the right movie? <laughs> I said that for you. No. <laughs> so what I mean by that, and that is funny, it doesn't matter, you know, how I could really relate to this movie because it doesn't matter how tall you are. You can make there a difference go. in this world, right? So, That's right. No, it just, size doesn't matter. You know, diversity, diversity and inclusion. You know, it just, it really, I was amazed on everything that it captured. And I actually left the theater with multiple lessons learned. It wow. wasn't just like one moral of the story or one lesson learned. There was multiple, you know, pick it. And uh, I just found it very fascinating that, you know, for the first time, I feel like here's Disney. They captured real time. Okay, now they're living with the times. They're talking about real issues that are affecting kids and adults today. We can talk about diversity, diversity and inclusion, being feeling like you're part of something grand, making right. a difference in this world. It was just a really cool storyline. I was and you was, and you just did like thirty seconds of teaching for me because we're doing a theme in stories right now, and you just named off like fifteen themes just in this one movie. Yeah, there you go, dude. So yeah, educational. Get, there you go. Once I get the bootleg copy, I'll give it to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's see here. Um, talk about Disney dining real quick. Okay, yeah. So just in a few days, I don't know if you heard this, but Disney is raising the prices on the Disney dining plan. Mm, shocker. Yeah, so... Once, once again, dude, raising rates on everything. So, let's see here. Oh, no, excuse me. It's By the time the listeners hear this, it would have been in effect for two days. <laughs> Not two days All from right. now. Yeah, so back on March 9th. So, the quick service plan still includes the normal, you know, two quick service meals and stuff right. like that. Um, but that is jumping up to from forty two eighty four to forty four thirteen, and it looks like all these prices and all the plans are only jumping up about two bucks. But 
it's still an increase, right? Maybe you get a bigger cookie or something like that at the end of your meal. A, a big, uh, yeah, a big Rice Krispie treat. Talking about, or, or yeah. hey, or maybe that two bucks is for them to say have a magical day at the end of your meal. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, that's worth two bucks. You're paying for it. So speaking of Disney raising their fees, so here's a. Uh, basically a survey that has been sent out and you know last time disney sent out a survey it was on price ticket increases and look voila it happened right like six months later right so we've all thought that this may be coming uh but no one really wanted to talk about it and of course i'm talking about resort fees being added to basically your experience all right um and the fees that i'm talking about disney magical express the magic bands fast pass plus extra magic hours so they're thinking about charging for all this stuff and we knew we knew it was coming and they're gonna so now they're gonna charge you for the thing like the only reason that one person would stay on property now they're gonna charge you for that right what you're saying yes fifteen dollars per night fifteen dollars per night per person to experience the Magical Express, the Magic Bands, the Disney Fast Pass Plus, the extra magic hours. Yeah, I mean, it's time to start staying off property if that's the case. I mean, Dude, if they take away huge. all of the advantages, yeah, if they huge. take away all the advantages, then why why do it? Right. So I mean, you're you're, you're so a family of four, that's an extra sixty dollars a night, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, that that's huge. I mean, if you add all that up plus the dining plan. Um, plus the park tickets, plus the resort. We've been saying this for the past year. Disney, you are, you kind of are starting to price out the middle class. Yep. And uh, let's just hope that this survey, the they surveyed the right people this time. Right. Exactly. Um. So insane. I I hope the people deny, deny, and said no, no, no. You can't do this. You can't do yeah. this. So now this is just the initial. There really wasn't too much information on this. So this is just what's out there right now. I'm sure within a week there's going to be more to come, and I'm sure this is probably going to change. People will know more details on this, and as it releases or trickles out, we'll give it to you here on the Mousepades Podcast. Let's see here. We have oh, so checking talking earlier about uh, the Magic Bands. You and I have both been saying for years, there's so much more that Disney can do with these magic bands. I was just saying last week, there's so much more that Disney can do with these magic bands. Um, they're starting to make them interactive on rides now. And the first case that we see, I don't know if you've seen this yet, Dave, or listeners, is Small World. You know at the very end when they when they have all the different languages saying goodbye? Right. So there's like a live screen, a digital screen and it senses your RFID chip in your in your band and it says like goodbye like for you know Gentilly family or Iman family you know and says just goodbye to your family which I think is pretty cool right so they you know they kind of do that with test track where they you make your car and they bing sure. your ID and and you kind of see your car as you go through the ride but I'm glad that they're expanding that onto something else because it's uh Especially small world, like that's a ride that kind of drags on. If you're an adult and you don't, you're not really into that kind of a nostalgic ride like that. It'd be nice to have a little something extra to kind of push your way through the ride. So another cool thing about that too, what the, what Disney's thinking about doing is, you know, when you have a Disney meet and greet, when you talk to uh, you know Mickey at Town Square, and he he's the Mickey that actually talks back. Have you right? done that, right? I have not. Oh, no, I can't okay. wait to do it. Okay, so you oh wow, I thought you've done that before. So no, because Mickey we always, actually engages we always in convers- our, conversation with you. 
we always meet our characters at at meals so that we don't have oh, to spend part time doing that. So yeah, I'm when I found out that he was talking because I didn't know that until maybe a couple months ago. Um, oh really? The next time I yeah, the next time I bring the kids, we're gonna we're gonna do. Oh, gonna, it's cool. You we're gonna waste fa- one of our fast passes. Yes. No, no, no. You have to, and it's well worth it. We've done it the last few years, and we absolutely love it because Colin just goes crazy for it. It's so cool yeah. because Mickey actually talks to you personally. That's it, awesome. It's just neat. But with these RFID chips now inside your magic band, it'll be even that extra personal touch because Mickey's going to know everyone's name in the party and know exactly who he's talking to. You know, he's going to know That's if there's any crazy. special occasions. He's going to know what fast passes you've already gone on so he can talk about the rides you've been on, what rides you're going to go on, maybe dinner reservations and talk about, you know, oh, so you're eating at my favorite place, you know, haha, you know, so yeah. it's just, it's, I mean, how cool is that? Just that personal message, you know? I'm, I'm picturing like the Iron Man screen for in front of his face that has all of that kind of information just scrolling through. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's nuts. Yeah, with someone telling him in his ear, right? Um, right. So... You know, this past week, the, the the biggest news coming out of Disney, I'm not going to end with this story. I'm going to end with something even cooler. <laughs> it's actually funny um, and disgusting. But the biggest story coming out of Disney this past week was at the annual shareholder meeting. And, Dave, they released that they're going to add two new ships to their fleet, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's been people all over the place saying, what do you think they should call these two new ships? They're supposed to be the largest ships in their fleet. So they're just expanding. This looks pretty cool, man. What did they did they decide to name them something? I no, missed that. They, no, they have not. So that's okay. The, people online are saying you should name it this, you should name it that. I suggested they should name one of them King Triton and the other the Never Sea. Okay. What would you? I name think it? they should have a contest. A, a oh, contest. how cool would that be? That's how all cool things are named, you know, like the Mars rovers and stuff like that. Right. Have a contest. Yeah, curiosity, right? That's right. All right. Spirit, so- spirit, and opportunity. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I'm going to end with this one. Um, you know, one of my favorite places to stay on resort is um, the, Art of Animation. The Disney's Art of Animation, the only resort where they pump music underwater in the pool. You just <laughs> you're only in there for like ten seconds till a kid poops in it. But that's right. So I don't know if you saw this online, listeners. You can YouTube this. Go ahead and YouTube worker at Disney Hotel caught on video cleaning tables with dirty mop Mm. so here you have and she's caught from a person's cell phone out of california so here you have a man from california who's vacationing at disney world and he's recording this lady that works there she's 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 scrubbing the floors with this mop and takes it without even looking like doesn't even look over her shoulder doesn't even look around and just starts wiping the tables down with it I would venture to say that she no longer has a job. No, she doesn't. Now, Disney's response to that when the man complained. <clears throat> so, Disney comped this man's whole stay. Wow. Like, so he complained, and they were just like, oh, here's your $5,000 back. <laughs> you know, Ooh. I mean, I don't know if it's 5Gs, but I'm just saying. Right. You can get pricey staying at the Art of Animation. Actually, um, it's, it's going to run you. I mean, if you're in a suite typically a lot of families are. It's the reason why you go there. It's the only place that has, like, these awesome family suites. Right. Um... Or they advertise that anyway. Uh, I mean, you're going to spend like three Gs. So imagine seeing that you complain. Oh, here's your three grand back. I mean, and what? <laughs> I mean, and what good does it do? Is it like right? Is that that, you know, that was his point. Oh, well, that was his point. He was like, "What is this supposed to silence me?" Right. So he's like, "Oh heck no!" So he has he's generated all these letters. He typed up all these letters and sent them to all the Disney bigwigs and to the news media outlet. Guess what? He's staying at the Dream Suite. 
No, but that silence oh. you just heard when I asked you, guess what? That's what, what he's hearing right now. Disney Nothing, has huh? not responded to him. Well, they said, we gave you a free trip. What do you want? Right. So wow. uh, now Disney did respond by saying to the to the news media saying that this was a third-party contractor, not a cast yeah. member. They wanted to emphasize, not a cast member, right? So everybody is like, all these health inspectors are saying, you know, Disney Art of Animation needs to be shut down. All their employees need to be retrained. That's not, that's not going to happen, people. That's not going to happen. But the fact that Disney has not responded to this individual yeah. says a lot. And there's nothing you can do to undo this. So, yeah, it happened. Right. Great. Here's some money. Here's some money. Right. Shut up. You know, and that that says a lot about the company. Here's money. Shut up. Right. So, I mean, That's really, nuts. you're a number. Like, Disney views everyone. You're a number. You're there to give them money. And, I mean, if you see something like that, they're just going to give your money back, it looks like. But uh, That's, that's just, pretty gross. Yeah, but that just proves you're really, when it all comes down to it, they don't care. They're just going to give you money to shut you up. I mean, that, that's, a, that, that's amazing. I mean, yeah. think about it. That's a hard, uh, a hard concept to grasp that they, that they don't care at all. The happiest place on earth, the magical place. It's a magical place on earth. I mean that, and they just give you money. Um, keep your mouth shut, please. Uh, yeah, don't, don't go, don't go to anyone and say anything about this, and uh, don't write us a letter. And uh, you know, if you do, we're not going to respond. It's, wow. I mean, just. I mean, you, you, I'm just flabbergasted. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you, you, like I said, you can't undo it. So, but, just... so anywho, dude, that's all I got for you, man. Uh, I wanted to finish up with that story because I really love the Disney Art of Animation. I'm not going back this year. I really wanted to go back, but with the wife not going and uh, just basically calling on myself, uh, we're not gonna stay there this time. We're gonna stay somewhere else. But um, He's branching out. He's branching we out. We are people. branching out. So yeah, Dave, for the last time, man, and I and I hate saying this. For the last time, dude, take us back. Let's go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. All right, we've got an extended This Week in Disney history for you, Nick. I have ten events for us for this week. Um, and really, I didn't draw any reach for any straws on this one they're all pretty cool things pretty important things in the history of disney so we're going to kick it off march 13th 1928 a long train ride back from new york city back to california the defeated walt disney suffering because that uh first character oswald the rabbit was stolen and he can't figure out a way to get him back so he sends a telegram to his brother saying uh the the quote is leaving tonight stopping over kc arrive home sunday morning 7 30 don't worry everything okay we'll give details when arrived but in reality he knew that he was defeated it was a long slow train ride back to california and uh, one of the things that he found along this train ride was that he was going to create a new character which would be a mouse do you think he really created this character on that train ride though that's what they say. And that's what they say. But do you really think he did? And then, and then he was gonna name him Mortimer. And, yeah. Uh, and his wife, his wife said, "No, don't. <laughs> that's the worst name ever." <laughs> and he was like a mischievous mouse too when he first came out. Right. Right. So, anyway, so that was, not that yeah. I don't believe that. I just always questioned it. The the first inkling of Mickey Mouse was uh, March thirteenth, nineteen twenty eight. 
All right, man, the next one I have is March 13th. Also, this one, 1953, I had to throw it in there. It's my last show. This is the birthday of one Ridley Pearson. All right, St. Louis native. All right, man, so Ridley Pearson, if you're out there, look for me at your book signing at the St. Louis Public Library on April 21st. He's dropping his new book March 29th. I'll be buying a copy of that one, and so will my daughter, and we're going to go together and meet Ridley Pearson for the first time on April 21st, St. Louis uh, Public Library. We'll be there, but this is his birthday, March 13th of 1953. Uh, He's from St. Louis. He he wrote the Kingdom Keeper series, which now has turned into the Return series, and he is also the co-author of... um, all of the the Peter Pan books, Peter and the Starcatchers, Peter and the Shadow Thieves, all of those with uh, Dave Barry, which they turned into Peter and the Starcatchers into a Broadway show, I think, that comes to town once a year, I think. Um, but just a, a, a really good author, a really good role model for people, especially that live in our town, Nick, and just uh, really hit the hit the jackpot when he chose to write about Disney because he gets when he does when he does all of his research. He gets like a free pass to go anywhere he wants in the parks. That's awesome. Yeah, so he talk he's talked about that several times, uh, like in, in the foreword of his book and stuff like that, like the thing, you know, like the acknowledgments. So that's pretty cool. So and anyway, I wonder, really and I wonder how he birthday. got the go on that. Like, you have to get like the approval from Disney to even write a book on Disney. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, if he came. If he, what did he, he write? Be- what did he write before that though? That that Disney looked at his name and was like, "Oh, okay, yes, you can write a book about our Disney." Characters. I don't know if the Peter Pan books were before the Kingdom Keepers or not. Now I'm gonna have to look that one up. But he, he, those books are also really popular. Um, but he's under Hyperion Books. Like that's his his publisher is Hyperion. So um, that's a Disney company. Right. Right. Okay. Well, then so there you I go. Can, that's the end. Right. The end. Right there. Now he could write books on Peter Pan all day long and. And that's fair game, but right. but the rest of this stuff, I always, I often wondered, how, what was it about him that Disney gave him the go? Because people try to write books on Disney all the time, but they have to get the approval, and Disney most of the time says no. I guess he he just pitched the great idea to them, and they loved it or something. Yeah. All right, man. Next one I got is March Fourteenth, nineteen ninety four. We talked about this a long time ago on the show, and uh, sometimes I forget about it. And it was a it was a real project that Disney was going to do. They were going to build a Disney America theme park, which celebrated the history of the United States of America. It was going to be in Virginia, so right outside our nation's capital. Um, on this day in Disney history, March Fourteenth of ninety four, the Virginia legislature passed a hundred and forty million dollar bond issue to pay for the highways that would actually be built to take people to this theme park and then they canceled it that's crazy disney's good at that (laughs) 140 million dollars hey here we're going to improve our roads to have have you build this park right here on this site and then they did it and disney pulled the plug hey at least they got they got their roads though right yeah they did that's what i'm saying like anyway if they would have said hey we're going to pay you a hundred we're going to pass a hundred and $100 $100 million for us to build a new football stadium so that you can keep your football. T- oh, wait, that actually happened. Didn't I was it? just going to say that actually happened. Yeah, that actually happened. And, and it didn't. And it worked out the same way. Just like the theme park wasn't built, the Rams didn't stay. But I heard there's an MLS soccer team coming our way, though. And, and did you hear who's interested in owning it? Well, it's a whole bunch of owners, like former owners from here, and I guess a former owner, owner of the Rams, right? Chris Long. Oh, yeah, Chris Long. You know, he Defensive end for the St. Louis Rams. He was, wasn't he cut? Yeah. From the L.A. Rams. Like, they cut yeah. him, and they also cut uh, 
Ogletree. Cut, no, no, sorry. Laurinaitis. They cut Laurinaitis, him, and uh, the tight end. And Long was like the, the poster no, the child. Face. Yeah, like he was the, the poster child. Laurinaitis. Yeah, of, of, okay, poster children of the Los Angeles Rams, and they found out about it during a workout. That's because they want to start fresh, dude. They just want to it's, start fresh. So good luck to them. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, good, good luck, LA. All right, I have another March 14th event in history. This one is Tiana. Tiana makes the Disney Princess Royal Court. So they had a big ceremony for it um, where she was officially inducted into the Disney Princess Royal Court. That and, was just. A- and it's about time, dude, by the way. Yeah. I mean, besides Jasmine, uh, you're talking about, you know, diversity. I'm glad they brought her in. Yeah, and and I personally really like Tiana. Like she's one of my favorite princesses as far as like the new one. You know, you have the classic. Right. You got Cinderella. You got Aurora. But we're talking about the new ver the newer um, princesses. And I think that she's probably one of the coolest ones. And I think the one, the really the only one that kids can really relate to. To be honest with you, she's the most right. personable, real, realistic yeah. princess. Yeah. All right, March 15th, 2009 is up next. It, I put this one in here because it reminds me of a trip that I took. March 15, 2009, people stop at Disney World, including cast members. Everything stops. Everyone looks up at about 7.43 at night to see Space Shuttle Discovery going over the Florida sky with its seven crew members on board. Uh, one of the fl- one of the final flights of Discovery, well, maybe not. It, it was around for two more years, but uh, delivered a critical set of uh, solar panels to the space station. And so, um, I remember really, really specifically, my family stayed at Pop Century, and we were packing up our car to go home, and not to go home, but to go to Daytona Beach because we always go to the beach after that. So we're packing our car up, and I hear boom, boom. And immediately I looked up in the sky because that's the sound that the shuttle makes when it breaks through the sound barrier. And I knew that that's what was happening. And I looked that up and cool. sure, enough, sure enough, there it went. It flew, it flew right over Pop Century. And uh, so I showed my whole family the, the shuttle as it flew over. It now, was awesome. How big did it look? Could you could you tell it was the shuttle or did you just you, see the smoke plume? No, you could tell it was the shuttle, but it was it was it just looked like a small plane. Like it didn't even look like a full size plane. Could you see the orange tanks? No, because it was coming. It, it was coming down. Oh, it was coming down. It was, okay, yeah, it, was it was re-entry. Yeah, it was descending. So yeah. Oh, sorry. I was I, for some reason I was thinking this whole time that it that it took off. Okay, never mind. My yeah. Bad. So um, we saw it as it's you know it's it's just like a glider. So it's just coasting back down, uh, doing its S curves back and forth to slow the speed so that it could it could land. So that was pretty pretty sweet. You sure it wasn't taking off? Because I mean it lands in Houston, right? No. I thought they nope. did, dude. They, they take nope. off. They take off. That's in not even a possibility. So they can either land at Kennedy Space Center in Florida, they can land in the desert, or they can land at Andrews Air Force Base. I thought typically they took off from Florida and landed in Texas. No, dude. Do you know how much money that would cost to p- transport that? I mean, they have the ability to put it on a seventy forty seven and take it back to Florida, but wait. Okay, we're talking about two like- different things. Wait a minute. I no, when they take off, and okay, never mind. It's they take good. off and land from from Kennedy. Okay. Promise. No, no, I no. You're the space dude. You are the rocket scientist. All right. No, you're, We're gonna so move they on. have We're multiple move. shuttles. Then they have one in Florida, one in. Because I don't know, dude. I really don't no. know. So they there's, they there's some in Houston or there's some in Florida. Okay. Or they, so now that the shuttles are retired, and there are no more flights for the space shuttles, they do have a space shuttle on display at the California Science Center. They do have a space shuttle still at Kennedy. They have one in New York and they have one at the Smithsonian. 
but Houston even got shut out there. They they really got the short stick there because they should have had a shuttle on display in Houston, and they didn't get one. So what I mean is, that the, the, has a shuttle actually taken off from Houston? No. The only place okay. any manned space flight from the United States has taken off is from Kennedy Space Center. Okay. But they land in those three air, those three places. No. They take off and land in, at Kennedy every time, except for if the conditions are not favorable at Kennedy, then they can either land at White Sands. Right. Which they did one time, and then they figured out that when you land on a dry you know, desert bed, it takes a lot to get all the sand out of the shuttle again. So they did that one time, and they decided that that's not what they're ever going to do again, unless it's an emergency. Or they land at Andrews Air Force Base. Okay, cool. Yeah, so a uh, little space lesson for you, kids. Yeah, sorry, right. dude. It's so confusing <laughs> No, for that's me. all right, man. That's all history, too. That's all history because they don't fly the shuttles anymore. Um, March 16th, we're going on. 1934, I put this one in here because I thought it was kind of interesting. Everybody knows the Disney version of The Three Little Pigs. I show it to my kids every year when we're talking about – I don't remember what skill we talk about when we show The Three Little Pigs every year. Dude, Silly uh-huh. Symphony. Love it. Yeah, but – and, you know, you see the old home videos of of – the three little pigs and the big bad wolf even today i think they're around walking around the park and uh i I remember meeting the three little pigs when i was a kid (laughs) at the parks they just walk around and back in the day nobody used to be like they barely even had a handler with them but the uh the three little pigs the uh the short it won an emmy no sorry it won an oscar for short subject cartoon cool in 1934 (laughs) just just weird like if you ask a kid today about the three little pigs in Disney, they would never put those two together, I don't think. All right, moving up. March 17, 1956, we have another award to give out here. We got an Emmy for the Best Action Adventure Series for the Davy Crockett series that was uh, put on to promote Disneyland. And this was by far one of the biggest influences for Frontierland. So just an adventure series about, you know, like living out west, and, and Davy Crockett was a big part of that, which is weird because Davy Crockett really didn't live out west. Right. <laughs> but but back then, it was the west, you know, like right, the frontier. Right, right. It was a frontier. And where did he live, like Kentucky or something? Yeah. <laughs> to the west, you know, the west. All right, uh, we have a couple openings up for rides coming up here. March 17th of 99 was the official opening of the original test track. Okay, yeah, you're right. Zero to sixty, man. I want. I want him to bring the old one back. I like the old. It one. doesn't go to sixty anymore, right? Sixty-five. It says. Oh, 65. goes to sixty-five. Yeah. Really? Because Colin and I rode that, and Colin even it was funny because my boy who was four at the time even said that's it when it, when is, we got off. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about this is that they like you're going so fast, you're going sixty-five, and then you get on the highway and the speed limit's seventy. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like that's if you're going the speed limit. Most people go over the speed. Oh, limit. dude, that's awesome. Um, then you got March 17th of 2005, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters opened up at Disneyland. How Love you... this ride. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, because you do. Yeah, dude, it's great. Um, which, okay, so I need to look this up and find out more information about this myself. Why is it called Buzz Lightyear Astro Blaster at Disneyland, but Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin at Disney World? Couldn't tell you. And I think yeah. you've, you've asked this before. Oh, did I? <laughs> no, I no, I think just on conversation, like you and I okay. just talking in the hallway and stuff. Right. And I don't think, because that's a question you've always asked. I, I don't think we even had an answer, right? No, I've, I haven't found an answer yet. Just maybe to, to to distinguish the difference in the two of them at the two parks is all I can. Don't think. know, dude. Couldn't tell you. Maybe all someone right, out there can and let us know. 
Yeah, that would be great if they could. All right, we're going to wrap it up with this, man, and I'm so glad I can wrap it up with this. March 18th, 1967. We're going way back. Pirates of the Caribbean attraction opens up at New Orleans Square in Disneyland, California. And you know this is the last time I can say it with you on the show, buddy, and i got to put it in here now. You know why the 60s were good, my friend. We were almost out of the 60s with 67, but why was it so good? Because you could pull up to a house with a bed in the back of your van, and it was totally acceptable. That's the last time. <laughs> Joe, you're you're screaming at me to, to stop and sh- stop right now. I guarantee it's the last time I'm going to say it. Well, I have a feeling that your next co-hosts won't allow for that one. <laughs> I guarantee that as well. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so, yeah, everybody knows about Pirates of the Caribbean, but it was so groundbreaking back in the day and such a great attraction. You and I both agree that this one is so much better than the one in Disney World just because of the historical factor and because it's just a little bit different. All right, brother. Does that about and wrap it up? That's it, man. That's it. That's all I got for you this week in Disney history for the last time. Any, anything you want to say? No, dude. I that's think it? I've got everything like, out it. of my I'm, system. That's it. I'm out of here. Over the, drop over the mic. The past I'm done. Year, that's right. I was just getting ready to drop the drop the uh, the USB microphone here. Uh, no, people, you're not gonna you're not gonna get rid of me that easily. Um, look for me. I'm gonna uh, try and pirate a couple episodes. Uh, grab my own logo, mix up my own episodes, and then ask Nick to post them for me occasionally. And it's gonna be like I said. It's just gonna be. Uh, take an attraction, talk about you know where the idea came from, who was behind, who was the mastermind behind it, how they got things to work, some of the ideas that maybe they kicked around that didn't didn't work so well, like rocket rods. <laughs> you know, we <laughs> talked about that on that show. Rocket rods didn't work so well. So yeah, so look look for me coming up. Keep listening to the Mousecapades podcast. Nick replacing me with some people that are like ten times more knowledgeable probably about Disney stuff and and also super cool. So keep listening to the Mousecapades podcast. I know I will too. Well put, buddy. I, you know what? I'm not even getting contact information. I think it's about that time, buddy. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Have a magical day. If I were a rich man With a million or two I'd live in a penthouse In a room with a view and if I were handsome, no way. it could happen, cause dreams do come true. I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you. Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have. Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have. Wouldn't have nothing. Can I tell you something? For years I have envied. You agree with it. Your grace and your charm. Everyone loves you, you know Yes, I know, I know, I know But I must admit it Big guy, you always come through I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you You and me together That's how it always should be Nothing. No, no. If I didn't have you to serve, 
I'm just a punky little eyeball And a funky optic knife Hey, I never told you this Sometimes I get a little blue Looks good on you But I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you Let's dance <laughs> Yes, I wouldn't be nothing If I didn't have you I know what you mean, Sully Because I wouldn't know where to go Me too, because I Wouldn't know what to do Why well, you keep singing my part? I don't have to say it I say it anyway Because we both know it's true I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have You One more time! It worked! Don't have to say it Where'd everybody come from? All we both know it's true